Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Acts 27, 19 through 26. And the third day, we cast out with our own hands. Somebody say, with our own hands. The tackling of the ship. And when the neither sun nor stars, in many days, the sun not, neither sun nor stars in many days appeared. And no small tempest lay on us. All hope that we should be saved was then taken away. They were going through something that they thought they would never make it out of. I feel the Holy Ghost. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. Saying, fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be, be even as it was told me. Howbeit, we must be cast upon a certain island. Amen. I want to preach to you this morning on this subject. Handcuffed to purpose. Handcuffed to purpose. I wonder if we could lay our Bibles down just for a moment. Lift our hands unto the Lord today. Just ask the Lord to speak to you this morning. Come on, pray this morning. Lift your voice. God, I need you this morning. I pray that you would move and operate in this house. God, in that which you have commanded and that which you have purposed. God, I pray that you would say what needs to be said. Do what needs to be done, God. Let every eye be a seeing eye and every ear a hearing ear and every heart an understanding heart. God, unction me, Lord, into a vein of the anointing, God, that would lead me straight to the heart of this people. God, I pray that you would have your will and way, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. I promise I won't attempt to sing anymore. Amen. I was taught once in a, in a leadership class 
If you're a preacher, preach. If you're a singer, sing. If you can't sing, don't attempt to sing. Because it will take away from your preaching. So I hope that does not happen this morning. Amen. Handcuffed to purpose. In the book of Acts, there, it, it, it goes uh, in very detailed fashion. Uh, writes the story and the journey of Paul. Paul, those of you who don't know, was a, a disciple. He was a, a Jewish Pharisee. And he was called by Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus. And he was called to be a, an apostle to the Gentiles. Uh, he was to go to those that were beyond the scope of the Jewish culture. And he was to have a voice to reach beyond Jerusalem into the uttermost parts of the world. Amen. There were ministers at Jerusalem and in Jerusalem to the Jewish people. But how many know that the gospel was supposed to start in Jerusalem and in Judea? And the Bible said, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Somebody say amen. The gospel was to go forth and to be preached. Paul was journeying. He was, he, he was on his way to stand before Caesar. Uh, to, to give his testimony before Caesar of what the Lord had done in his life and the conversion that he had had on the road to Damascus. Amen. And on Paul's journey, as he was being sent to Rome, amen, that the trip was not a smooth trip. Uh, the trip was not uh, uh, a trip that was navigated easily. Amen. It was a, it was a voyage that uh, before they even left to go on the trip that he had warned the centurion uh, that was with him, guarding him, because Paul was a prisoner. Amen. To go before uh, Caesar. And he told the centurion and those that were in charge of the journey that it was not wise for them to loose from uh, Lycia uh, or the Fair Havens, they call it. Amen. That he perceived the cargo and that possibly their lives could be lost. Amen. But the centurion believed the master and the, the, the captain of the ship more than he believed those things that were spoken by Paul. Too many times uh, we put our trust in things that we want to hear rather than the things that we should hear. Amen. He, he wanted to believe the words of the master of the ship over the words of Paul who had heard from God. Amen. We need to take an inventory this morning about the voices that be of God and the voices that be not of God. Amen. How many know there's two types of voices in our lives? There are the voices that will point us in the right direction, and there's the voices that will deceive us into making the wrong decision and going the wrong direction. And I want to tell you today, sometimes, most times, the voice that points you in the right direction is not typically the direction that you would choose in and of yourself. Amen. There has to be a decision made that I'm going to do God God's way. I'm going to go where God wants me to do. Do what God wants me to 
to do. Be who God wants me to be. Amen. In order to follow the voice of the Lord, there has to be a decision made on the inside of each and every one of us that I want to be what God wants me to be. Come on. I want to do the will of God in my life. And if we set our heart and prepare our hearts to follow God, when the voice of God comes, we will know distinctly and for assuredly that the voice of God is spoken to us. Somebody say amen. Amen. The road following the Lord is not always smooth. Amen. It's not always uh, the direction that we want to go. The Bible says that a south wind blew. Amen. A south wind is representative of a pleasant wind. Amen. When, stay with me here. I'm going somewhere. When the south wind begins to blow, it brings in warm air. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Right? It brings in pleasant uh, wind. It is a wind of restoration. When the south wind, southwest and west and south begin to blow, it is a wind of restoration. It is a wind of increase. Come on, it's a wind of, 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 of pleasantness. Amen. And so too many times, though, we are guided by the, the wind of pleasantness. Amen. We want to we wanna go where it's pleasant. We want to operate where it's pleasant. We want to we wanna be in protection. Come on. We, we don't want to be exposed. We don't want to experience pain. We don't want any hardship. We don't want anything to be a struggle. We want everything to go smoothly. And, 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 and the way that we, we pictured it in our mind as a fairy tale, that's the south wind. Amen. When the south wind began to blow, they had a mind to go where they wanted to go. Come on. That should be on a t-shirt somewhere. When the south wind began to blow, they had a mind to go where they wanted to go. They set out of the port and they thought that they had found their purpose. Read it. It says it. They had thought that they had found their purpose when the south wind began to blow. Come on. When the wind of comfort began, I feel the Holy Ghost. When the wind of comfort began to blow, then they set out to do and go where they wanted to go. When the south wind began to blow, then they set out to to. to to uh, experience what they wanted to experience. Be what they wanted to be. Follow the, the direction that they thought their life should be heading. But the Bible says, but after a short time, after they got out on the sea, come on, after they got out away from the port, away from that place of protection, away from that where they'd come too far to go back, and they had no choice to continue, that the Bible says that the, your rock Somebody say Eurocladon. Though a, a, a tempestuous wind, it says, rose up out of the sea and began to blow. And then it says the name of it was Eurocladon. This wind was so great that it had a name. Amen. How many know that the big storms that come in, we name them? 
Amen. The big things that come in that we face, we name them. Amen. They all have a name. Amen. When you say, when you said Eurachlodon, everybody knew what it meant. Come on. It had a meaning. Amen. Uh, uh, when, when you said Eurachlodon, they said, oh man, you're in for a big one. Come on. When you said Eurachlodon, there was no confusion about what was about to happen because an east wind was beginning to blow. Amen. An east wind, if you look it up in the, in the Strong's, it says a strong tempestuous east wind and I want to tell you today that the east wind is not a wind of comfort it is not a wind where you can sail wherever you want to sail an east wind is a wind of destruction it's a wind that will blow you and toss you and take you some places that you don't want to go and do things to you that you don't want to be done to you the east wind begins to blow it brings hurt it brings pain it brings a loss of direction it brings confusion come on somebody but I want to tell you today that the east wind is it is a wind of life come on it is a wind that regardless of what happens it will blow regardless of who you are it'll blow regardless of your position or status in society you can't keep it from happening because when your rockladon sets its focus on you it's going to blow on your life whether you want it to happen or don't want it to happen but God just be of good cheer this morning that there are winds of destruction but regardless of what's blowing in your life and regardless of what you have endured in your life God is still in control amen too many times we think there are things too big for God. Amen. There are storms that blow on our lives that bring trouble. They bring, they, they bring a loss of direction. Uh, they, they, they bring damage to our lives. Come on. They bring a, they cause us to lose some things in the storm that are of some value. But I want to preach to you this morning, regardless of where you come from or what you've been through or what you've lost in your past, the God of heaven has a plan for your future. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Amen. Mm. Amen. It had a name. Amen. Anything that rises up of any magnitude, we have a name for it. Amen. We have a name for every condition. That can befall mankind. Amen. We have a name for it. Amen. Some of us have been through some storms. Amen. We've been through some struggle. Amen. What happens in a storm? When the east wind begins to blow, what happens? You have trouble controlling your direction. Amen. It seems like that that when the storm comes that uh, imagine being in a ship and being on the ocean in the middle of a hurricane and trying to control where you're going to go and end up amen it's impossible i don't care how strong the engine come on i don't care how how, how talented and uh, the crew 
Amen. I don't care how big the vessel is. When the wind is blowing tempestuously, it's impossible for you to control where you're going to end up. Amen. It's impossible for you to control where you're going to end up when it's all said and done. Amen. How many know that when Paul and his crew got on the, the ship and they began to sail uh, for Crete, that the, the wind rose and began to beat on the ship and they began to be tossed, the Bible says. Amen. They began to be pushed in directions that they didn't want to go. Amen. They're just trying not to be killed. They're just trying to survive. Come on. They're just trying to make it into the next day. Has anybody ever lived through anything that you're just trying to live through it? Come on. You're just trying to make it to the next day. You just want to see the sunrise in the morning. Come on. Have you ever been through anything so great? The darkness was so great that you were just looking for the light of day. Amen. The Bible says that the storm was so great that they didn't see the sun and they didn't see the stars for days. Amen. For days, they didn't have any light. For days, there was no break in the storm. For days, they were tossed. They were pushed. They had no control over where they were going to go or where they were going to end up. Amen. I want to tell you in this moment, this is the time when people call on the name of the Lord. This is the time when people look for direction in places where they know they can find it. Amen. What else happens in a storm? Amen. You're tossed. They were tossed by the storm. Has anybody ever been tossed? You get in a scrap with somebody that's bigger than you. And they toss you. <laughs> you can't control how you land. Right? You ever fallen off a ladder, Dad? <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't resist it. 82 years old and still working from a ladder. Amen. <laughs> he said, that's good. Well, depends on how you look at it, huh? Amen. When you're tossed, you can't control how you land. We're not cats. We don't always land on our feet. You th anybody ever thrown a cat? That's, that's, I shouldn't have said that. Forgive me. I don't go around throwing cats. Amen. But they say. <laughs> is that safe? But they say if you. Take him upside down and you drop him. That he'll land on his feet. Amen. We're not cats. We don't land on our feet. Amen. In fact, when we fall. Right? Amen. When you land, you have no control over how you land. Come on. When you fall. When you're tossed. Amen. When something is happening in your world that's beyond your control and you're tossed. Come on, somebody. When you're tossed and you land, you're damaged. Come on. You're, you're, you're damaged to some extent. Amen. You're damaged in some way. Amen. Uh, whether you want it to happen or not doesn't matter. Amen. When it happens, you can't control the damage that you incur. 
Amen. When you go through a storm, you, you lose direction and you receive damage that you didn't intend for. Come on. You receive damage that you didn't, that, that, that you didn't plan for. Amen. You didn't have it in your scope of the future for your life. You didn't have it in your five-year plan that, that, that this was going to happen in your world and damage you in this regard. Come on. You didn't plan for it. You didn't ask for it. You didn't want it. But regardless of any of that, it happened. Amen. It happened in your life. And it's a reality of where you're at right now. Because when you're in a storm, you can't help but receive what the storm is going to give you. Amen. And, we, and there's damage. They were tossed to and fro, back and forth, up and down. Damage here. Damage there. Come on. Damage to the mind. Damage to the body. Damage to the soul. Damage to the spirit. Damage to my self-esteem. Damage to my self-worth. Damage to my future. Damage to my direction, damage to everything that I had planned and purposed for my existence. All of a sudden, it looks like there's no chance of recovery. There's no chance of getting past where I'm at right now. Because when the east wind blows, it will bring destruction. Amen. Somebody say amen. And during the storm, they had to, they began to cast out the tackle. They began to get rid of the tackle and the cargo. Amen. They began to lighten the ship. Amen. Because when you're in a storm, it's surviving the storm. Come on. It's in the storm when all of a sudden that relationship don't seem very important. Come on. It's in the storm when all of a sudden that money don't seem very important. It's in the storm when all of a sudden that position don't seem very important or that education don't seem very important. Come on. It's in the storm when the things that were a high priority all of a sudden begin to take a back seat because none of that even matters if I don't if I don't survive where I'm at right now, come on, none of that even matters if I don't survive what I'm going through in this moment. And so it's in the storm where you begin to lighten the load and empty out things that don't matter. Empty out things that have no weight on eternity. Empty out things that have no bearing on my eternal existence. It's in the storm where we begin to understand what's really important. Come on, What's most important in the storm? We begin to understand. I have to be saved. I have to be saved. Above all else, I got to be saved. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord this morning. Woo. I'm preaching my guts out. Amen. I want to help somebody today. Come on, I want to help somebody today. Amen. I want to tell you when the storm comes and you go through things that you didn't plan for. Amen. It, it might have been all, all roses, a bed of roses when you set out on it. But once you got a little ways, all of a sudden there's so, some things that came up that you didn't have a contingency plan for. That you didn't have it written in your book of journal. Amen. That you didn't have it written out in your plan of what you wanted to become or what you wanted to be or where you wanted to go or what you wanted to accomplish in your life. All of a sudden, all of those carnal thoughts begin to be thrown out the window and all you have left is a desire to be saved, a desire to want what God wants, a desire to be saved and go to heaven. 
Because oh, above everything else that this world has to offer, there's one thing that's important to God, and that's your eternal soul. It's more important than jobs. It's more important than relationships. It's more important than everything that this world has to offer. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. The Lord's moving in this house today. Above all else. Come on. I'm going to come out of this with a new perspective. Come on, I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to come out of this changed. Come on, I'm going to come out of it empty. But I'm going to come out pliable. Come on, I'm going to come out empty. But I'm going to come out pliable. I might not have what I want to have. But I'm going to have what God wants to give me. I might not be who I want to be. But I'm going to be who God wants me to be. I might not be where I want to be. Doing what I want to do. But I'm going to be positioned by the hand of Almighty God. They're going through the storm of their life. Struggling. Wondering. Hurting. Exhausted. Exhausted. Now some of us think that means tired. But there are some of us in this building that really know what that means. Amen. To be exhausted is to be spent in every area of your being. Come on. Exhausted. I have nothing left. <laughs> exhausted. I don't know how I'm going to make it through today. Exhausted. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. When's it ever going to let up? When's it ever going to quit? When's it ever going to get better? When's the sun going to shine again? Come on. When, when, when am I going to be happy? When am I going to feel the joy of the Lord? When am I going to be restored again? Come on. How, how long do I have to battle? How long do I have to struggle before I'll see the light of day? Come on. I'm hoping for my life. I'm hoping for the morning. I'm hoping for the time when things change and are altered. But as of right now, I'm still in the storm they were all fearful Paul while on the ship got alone with God being the only one on the ship that had a relationship with the Lord. Amen. <laughs> had a responsibility to hear from God. Here goes the prayer. The Bible says that after abstinence or being absent from them for a little bit of time, being set apart in prayer, fasting. The Bible says an angel of the Lord stood by him. And he said, Paul, uh, everything's going to be okay. You're going to make it through. Because you have to go stand before Caesar. You have an appointment. 
with Caesar that I'm not going to let you miss. Man, you know, regardless of the storm and the power of the waves and the power of the wind and the amount of damage that you incur, no storm can keep you from an appointment of the Lord. None. It don't matter if it's got a name or not. Come on, it don't matter if it's a hurricane or not. It doesn't matter if it's your Rockladon or not. Amen. It don't matter if it's the most destructive east wind that's ever blown into somebody's life. When you have an appointment of the Lord, when God has declared a word of God for your life, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper and no tongue that rises against you, God will condemn for that is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Amen. I stand on the word of God this morning. His plan for my life shall prevail. Somebody say amen. He got a word from the Lord. He's, you're going to make it, and everybody on the ship's going to make it. Because you're on the boat. I'm going to give you the lives of all those men. They're, they're yours. I'm going to give them to you. That's what he told him. Man, nobody... You're going to lose the ship, but the, life, the men are going to be saved. And nobody's going to die. <laughs> Ooh, got a word from the Lord. Everybody's worried, right? Everybody's in trouble. Everybody's scared. Everybody's tired. Everybody's hurting. But, but he's got a word from the Lord. He goes to the people. He's like, all right. Hey, I know you're scared. But the angel of the Lord stood beside me in the night. Mm, I believe in angels. I believe they're in this place this morning. I believe they're on this platform. Come on. I believe they're all around. Come on. They're ascending and descending. Amen. I believe that they're here right now to help us and to protect us and to, and to heal us. Somebody say amen. Amen. He said an angel of the Lord stood by me in the night and told me. Everything's going to be okay. We're going to make it. That I'm, I got to go before Caesar. I'm going to go before Caesar. Amen. And if I'm going to go before Caesar, that means I'm going to make it through what I'm facing right now. Not only that, but everybody that's connected to me in this boat, you're going to live too. Amen. The boat's going to be lost. There's going to be damage that occurs, but the people are going to be saved. Amen. The people are going to be saved. The people are going to be saved. This is the only time in your life you're going to be able to do this. Unless you become a cop and I break the law. All right, now attach it to you. Let me do you a solid here. We might need a centurion. Oh, ow. Oh, stuck. How come you tighten mine tighter than yours? Cutting off the circulation. See what happens when you let your son cuff you? You say, yeah, I've been waiting to do this for a long time. All right.
Now, here you go, Dad. You hear mine clicked like 10 times and his clicked once. Easy now. Ow, stronger knife. Amen. I would, I would do it with both hands, but uh, then I wouldn't be able to preach. Amen. He had a word from the Lord. Purpose on his life. Amen. I'm not dying in this mess. Come on, somebody. And neither are you. Basically, that's what he said. I'm not dying in this mess, and neither are you. Come on. I didn't die in my sin, and neither are you. Come on. I wasn't, I, I'm not still lost in my sin, and you don't have to be either. Come on. I, I, I'm going forward. I'm living through this mess. I made it out of the mess. Come on. That I was in. God healed my heart. Healed my soul. Healed the abuse. Come on. Healed the mind. Healed the body. Healed the spirit. Come on. I am totally free. And you can be too. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. The moment that Paul... Began to preach it to the rest of the crew. All of a sudden, his purpose <laughs> became their purpose. And his life became their life. Amen. Now, they are... They were handcuffed with a storm. They were handcuffed to a ship that they couldn't get out of, circumstances they couldn't get away from, circumstances they couldn't get healed from, circumstances that they wanted away from but couldn't get away from, damage that they didn't expect to happen that happened. Amen. They were handcuffed to that. But since Paul got a word from the Lord, now the purpose is going to prevail. And that which was sent to destroy is not going to destroy. And that which was sent to take is not going to be able to keep and that which was sent to, to, to destroy in hell is not going to be able to do it because he got a word from the Lord and the moment that he loosed the word of purpose to the people around them he attached them with himself to the purpose of God because God's going to save him he's going to save them Amen. He began to tell him, you're not going to die in this. We're going to make it. Be of good cheer. Come on. Be happy. Uh, uh, laugh a little bit. Uh, loosen up a little bit and understand that the place where we're going, it's going to cause some damage. Uh, we're not going to come out unscathed, but we're going to live through it. Come on. We're going to get out. And the place where we're going to end up is exactly where God has purposed for us to be. Because in the storm, it looks like we don't have any direction. But when we come out of the storm we begin to realize the hand of the Lord was on it all the time he wasn't worried not for one moment he didn't think that we were going to die not for one moment or not going to be able to recover or get back what we lost I have a word from the Lord for somebody you're going to heal God's going to restore he's going to renew and refresh and give you a life worth living Amen. Now they weren't attached to the storm only. They were attached to purpose. Amen. And, and, and everything that they did, it was attached to, I'm going to live. 
Come on. Every, every place they went, every wave that came on the ship, you can't kill me. I'm going to live. Come on. I'm going to live. I'm attached to Paul. And Paul's attached to God. And I'm going to live. He's going to live. I'm going to live. We all going to live. Come on, stand to your feet. Clap your hands to the Lord and give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Because when God gives you a word, it's bigger than the storm. It goes beyond the storm. The purpose wasn't the storm. But it's going to come out of the storm. Amen. And when you come out of the storm, you're going to be perfectly positioned where God can do something miraculous in your life. Come to the music. When they came out of the storm, the Bible says that they tried to steer the ship in to where the mouth of a river was. And it began to go into the rocks. And so the ones that could swim jumped in and swam. And the ones that couldn't, they come floating in on broken pieces of the ship and cargo that was floating in the water. Because even if you have just something little to hold on to, God's word's going to keep you afloat. Even if you just have a little bit to hold on to, something small, He said you're going to live. And I come here this morning to tell somebody that you're going to live. That you're going to make it. That you're going to get clean. That you're going to get delivered completely. That you're going to get healed. And beyond the storm is going to be a testimony of how the Word of God kept you alive through the storm. And gave you a voice that's going to reach beyond Eurocladon into a place where the gospel has never been preached. Sometimes we got to go through things that we don't want to go through. We have to experience things we don't want to experience. And sometimes we have trouble finding answers and understanding all things, but there's somebody on the other side of the storm that your healing is going to be the only thing that brings healing to them. And your deliverance is going to be their only chance of escape. And if you had not been washed up on the shore at Melita, 
you never would have had the opportunity to be a witness to a people that never would have heard the word of God otherwise. But why did God let me go through this? I don't know. I'm not God. All I know is He can heal you. Why am I ended up here? I don't want to be here. I, I know. I know. But God is still in control. And what the enemy meant for evil, what he meant to destroy your life and steal all of your purpose, God's going to turn it around for good. And you're going to be a witness of his power in the earth. Why don't we lift our hands to the Lord this morning and just begin to reach for him? Take that off. Let him know my heart's open, Lord. I don't understand everything that's going on, but my heart's open. I reach for you, Lord. I don't have anything left to reach for. If you're in a place this morning that you need direction or you're not sure how you're going to get out of where you're at, come on, if you've been through those things in your life, I'm preaching to you. You need to handcuff yourself to my words this morning. You need to attach yourself to my words this morning. Because God sent me here to tell you with purpose that you're not going to die in this. And that your purpose is greater than what you're going through. And even though it looks like that you're not going to make it out, you're going to make it out. And even though it looks like there's no possible way that you can be recovered, you're going to be recovered. And though it looks like you're too deep in it to be delivered, you're going to be delivered. Come on, you're going to be saved. But you need to detach yourself from that which is being broken down. And throw yourself on the mercy of the Lord this morning. And say, God, my life is your life. I want to be what you want me to be. I want to go where you want me to go. I want to do where you want me to do, God. I'll say what you want me to say, God. Lord, I'll, I'll be whatever you have called me to be. Lord, I throw my life into your hands this morning. Come on, I throw it upon your altar today, God. I throw it, God, upon your mercy, Jesus. I, don't, I maybe don't deserve to be saved or don't understand how I'm still alive, God. But I know that there's purpose and I attach myself to your words. Oh. Mm. Hallelujah. Come on, reach for him. Reach for him today. Amen. Why don't we all come down to the front this morning? Lift our hands to the Lord and begin to call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I will be 
There's healing for your life. There's healing for your life and for your future. Come on, there's purpose. There's purpose. Get a hold of the word of the Lord today. There's purpose. You don't understand it right now, but you will. You don't see it right now, but you will. Come on. There's purpose attached to your life. Come on, connect yourself to it. Come on, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.